born to beauty. Inspired by your wellness and burdened by life, this is the path to finding the warrior within you. This podcast is for women of every shape, color, and style. It's about finding your inner beauty and finding the strength to battle the outside world around you. Take a break and sip some tea with me, Gwen Osborne, from teen mom to celebrity life and all the necessary trials in between. Join me weekly for real-life motherhood, health, balance, and products you'll adore. Subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, and Audible. I'm going to sing you a song anyway, because I am supposed to sing you a song anyway. So let's just do it with that. Ready? Yeah. I am not warmed up. So here goes. You're here. I'm pleased. And I really dig your company. Your style, your smile, your peace mentality. Hey. I love it. <laughs> so that's a Let's Take a Long Walk by Jill Scott. And I just love it. So oh, I just. Beautiful. You are incredible. What wow. a voice. Thank you. I oh mean, I'm just being me, girls. I'm just being me. I'm just here. Right, you me. equals incredible. Yeah, so awesome. sign up. Oh, thank you. All right. So listen. Let's get in. Let's get in. Let's get in. Welcome, everybody, to Tea with Gwen. I am your host, Gwen Osborne, and my guests today, they have fought some extremely challenging cancer battles in their life. The three of them have supported each other through their journeys, and upon realizing how much funding that it takes to support just one individual fighting any type of cancer, the cancer cartel was born. This is achieved through selling high-end fashion on their website. They collect and sell donated luxury designer items and donations on their website. So go check it out, cancercartel.com. I want to welcome the Wonder Woman, these new Wonder Women in my life, Carrie Salmonson, Katie Tinney, and sister Shelly Tinney Miller. Hey! And then see, then and if we were like really on a show, because I imagine that we're on a show one day, then it would Not be like, hey, sure. round of applause, round of applause. And then I would sing you my song and then we would go into the thing. But we're here. Okay. So hey. That for sure. Okay. Can't wait. So listen, I'm all about gratitude, you guys. Like my LLC, which was just born in January, is called Grit and Grat for Grit and Gratitude. Oh my God, I love, love it. That. Thank you. And what is your first thing you can take turns, whoever wants to go, that you thought about this morning when you woke up? Oh, I'll go because I have kind of a ritual. So I, before I ever put my feet on the ground, I go in with gratitude and I just thank God that for this day that's ahead of me and for all the doors that are going to be opened and for Cancer Cartel and my family. And that's how I start my day every day. I love it. It's like, that's almost too perfect. Sorry. My dog had to go to the bathroom when I know she actually didn't have to go and she got me out of bed way too early. So that's how I woke up. I, but, then, but then you were grateful for your dog, right? And you were grateful. And I poured my coffee and sat down. And, and everything was grateful. okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then you're like, I'm glad that my dog woke me up and, and wanted to go to the bathroom outside rather than in the house. Yeah. I was going to say, thank you. So grateful, so grateful. Yes. <laughs> And I think I woke up first thing thinking it's my daughter's birthday this weekend Aww. and we have everything ready. Oh, you know, it's all going to happen. And I'm just grateful that we get to celebrate her eighth birthday this week. Oh, she's eight. Yes. Oh, you know, I have an eight year old too. They are that she doesn't stop talking. I don't know about yours, but mine oh, yeah. kind of a diva. Yeah. Kind, kind of. of. Yeah. 
In fact, I I told these two, I saw her Googling yesterday how to become Insta-famous. How does I mean, she even... At eight years old, they want to become Insta-famous. How do you know what that is at eight? Oh, I mean, it's just, it's just a regular part of their world, you know? my eight-year-old is the same. She's like, so um, what should we do this weekend? She doesn't have a birthday this weekend. She just knows she's going to be spending it with me. So she's like, what are we going to do? How should we do it? Should we go to Knott's Berry Farm? Let's go to Knott's Berry Farm. You know what? I'm going to look up hotels. While you do your podcast, let me look up hotels online. Ava she does the same like thing. Yeah. And then Ava will only stay in certain hotels. Let's be clear. Well, and I told her for her birthday, we'll go stay in hotels. So, you know, we live in Seattle. She was Googling hotels in New York City. Oh. <laughs> We're going to New York City for your birthday. <laughs> She was like, yeah, let's just pop on over to New York. Where's the private plane, mom? Let's get it going. Oh, no, dead serious. serious. Yeah, Yeah. she's dead serious. No, I'm with you. I know, we're raising, it's it's hard not to when you love them and they're so cute, you know? Like, I totally get it. You want to give them the world, but at the same time, you're like, listen, let's get down to reality. You did tell her mom, it's okay if she doesn't get an iPhone 12. iPhone 12. We were like, what what are you even talking about? Wow, the things they know. Right. Listen, I'm going to go into the sponsor highlight, which is you guys to my courageous and powerful Wonder Woman guests, Shelly, Carrie, and Katie, also known as the Cancer Cartel. They founded a nonprofit organization dedicated to awarding grants for cancer warriors and survivors needing support. From gas money to mortgage payments, they clean up the cost of cancer by cleaning out closets. Yes, you heard me. Clean out your closets and donate it. They are firm believers in focusing on getting well in the fight for your life, not on how much money it costs. So for more information, please feel free to follow them on Instagram at Cancer Cartel or visit their website at www.cancercartel.com. You can donate. You can also sign a pledge or you can just shop ladies or men for your women or for yourself. Hey, thank you ladies for all that you do for those in need. And we definitely definitely need more diamonds like you in the world every day. Remember everybody, you can always learn about today's topics and tips by looking at the description from whatever app you're using. You can subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or Audible. So we have on here three unbelievable stories of grit and survival, and I can't wait for you all to hear more about them. So Carrie... Yes, ma'am. Let's get started with yours. I want to know how you went from leading sales teams at Nordstrom's, working with national causes such as JDRF, which I'm familiar with, United Way and Bras for the Cause, to where you are today with the Cancer Cartel. You know, it was kind of an amazing journey because JDRF, that fire was lit for me when I was at Nordstrom. That was really my first experience in the nonprofit space, really learning about giving back. The United Way was another cause that, you know, same. It was like right all about that same period of time. And it really, it lit a fire with me within me. But it took some time for me to figure mm-hmm. out what that was going to look like. And many ups and downs between Nordstrom and now, but all of those ups and downs have brought me to this point. And I know that I survived those ups and downs because I was meant to be on this cancer cartel journey with these two other amazing warrior women. And there is no place I'd rather be and nothing I'd rather be doing. And Katie, you were just a born entrepreneur. You owned your own coffee stand for nine years switched it up to become a salon owner when you then found out about having stage four non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, right? So can you tell us a little bit about going from being, maybe from owning the coffee shop to then the salon and then to changing into cancer cartel? Sure. I'm just really bad at this. No, you're not bad at it. You're great at it. No, you're not. You can start wherever you like. I just, you can start wherever you like. And then I, cancer changed you. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I guess 
yeah, cancer changed me. I got to, I couldn't work at all when I was okay. cancer. And so I really know what it's like not to have money. <laughs> right? cancer. I luckily, I mean, I have an incredible family and, and a lot of support. I mean, I had to get a, a, an apartment up by the hospital for six weeks. Wow. Transplant, so I had to like live right by the hospital. Where was that? In Seattle. Okay. I had to be downtown Seattle. I had to have an apartment. So that was a lot of money and just a lot of extra costs. And that's kind of what led me here. I guess having cancer changes you. And now we're just starting another business. It's just a little different. That's right. It's just a, different. It's just a nonprofit business that I'm doing with these ladies. So you're no longer doing the salon? No. No. But what a big change, right? Coffee to salon? Huge. Huge. <laughs> what was that about? <laughs> oh, that was just about, I don't know, I partnered creativity. with creativity yeah. with my sister Heidi. Yeah, now you get to use your creativity. Yeah. I yeah. just, I guess I moved on after nine years. I had two coffee stands. I had one in Portland too for a few years. Decided for a change, which is what's great about being an entrepreneur, right? Is that you can yeah. just make a change when you feel like it. Totally. Yeah. So Shelly, you came from a very corporate world of finance with the Boeing company. And although you were super successful in your career that you're feeling unfulfilled and looking for other directions, but then you found out that you had breast cancer. Yes. And so, I mean, I actually loved my job at the Boeing company and the finance. And I, I, I thought that was where I was going to live and die. Oh, okay. So I had it completely wrong. Okay. <laughs> so well, I was very in the corporate world. Like that was my You were happy in the corporate world. Okay. Until I got breast cancer. And so then I think that does change you. Like when I went back to work, I just realized how ridiculous it was like to be in, I was a, a manager over, you know, people and I was being in these meetings, like discussing people's performances or, you know, trying to rank all the employees against other managers and um, the finances. And it's just like, you know, you're arguing over like kind of some petty things. And I just, every time I was in there, I was like, oh my gosh, there's so much more. And especially because I was five years after Katie being diagnosed and I got to go to her appointments with her. And I really saw it firsthand, like watching some of these other people go through it. When I was in it, I was in it. But when I got to see her go through it and see what other mm-hmm. kind of people are out there struggling, I'm like, there has to be more out there than sitting in these conference rooms. So I was so excited to do something different, um, especially after having my child too, our daughter. Right. So you were able to do that because you saved embryos before you had treatment, right? Yeah. We need to hear about that because I'm sure there are plenty of listeners out there that are like, yes, I. how do I make sure I can still have a healthy baby, you know? Yeah, I think a lot of people don't realize that. I did not know that until I got sat in this conference room with these doctors telling me that at the age of 35, if I wanted to have children, I was going to have to freeze my embryos because cancer or the chemo destroys your ovaries. Mm-hmm. Um, and they do all kinds of stuff to try to save your ovaries. I mean, they tried that with me, like where they give you some injections to try to protect them. It didn't work for me. So thank goodness that I did have the job and some savings that I was able to fall back on that my husband and I were able to go through the process of saving the embryos because it did destroy my ovaries after going through chemo. And when I came out of it, they also said, because of the type of cancer I had, estrogen positive, I couldn't carry my child. So another Mm -hmm. sister of mine, I have two other sisters. They all three agreed to carry a child for me, but only one was able to. Like (laughs) She she was our best option because they they take you through like a series of tests and Mm -hmm. everything when you become a surrogate, gestational carrier. carrier. And so she carried our child for us. And so I'm- That's incredible. 
talk about sisters. Yeah, she's downstairs. I wish we could yeah, go we're in her office. It's like you seriously need to get together and do karaoke and sing. We are family. But I mean, like, like she didn't have that option. I mean, like hers was very aggressive. And so she I could she, she couldn't have children after hers. So I mean, people don't realize that when you get and the people are getting diagnosed at such a younger age now. I mean, we've right. talked to people. Oh, yeah. I thought it was in their twenties babies after 30. Yeah. It's devastating. So, so is so do, do, do this little eight year old. What's her name? Ava. Ava. So is Ava like your baby too? Oh, <laughs> so she's all of their yeah. baby. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So and she she's not lacking mothers yeah. or. So you know, it's her birthday this weekend. So she knows that she was in the freezer for two years. So now she's trying to tell me she's going to be ten. No, <gasps> oh, you're eight. You're like no, 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 no. It's about how many years you're on the earth. Like how many years you had feet in real life yeah. that were on How many years have you been breathing? Exactly. She told everybody she lived with her Aunt Terry first. Yeah. 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 That's so funny. So she's going to live a good life forever because she's oh. definitely going to be taken care of no matter uh, what. When, and she's a miracle. So, I mean, she's a, she really is a true miracle. I mean, yeah, she, she is. Great embryo. No, I mean, they, she was a, she was a <laughs> They said she was like a fair embryo. They weren't sure if she yeah. was going to make it and she survived. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I, I mean, I was going to go into asking what it was like as sisters going through this journey, but I guess you basically said it all. I mean, is there anything you want to add? I mean, we spoke about it on Instagram, but share with the listeners what it is that you saw with each other that was needed as support and finances that also helped in creating Cancer Cartel. Yeah, no, I thought, like I said, firsthand with Katie, because I had just been through it and I would go to her appointments with her. And I honestly heard people in the halls talking about talking to nurses saying, I can't afford my mortgage and these prescription drugs yeah, that I, I have to go get. And I mean, because she was in a very intense unit too. It was a stem cell transplant unit. And so it was very expensive for these people. Well, and someone like me, like I didn't have yeah. the option of even working for a couple of years. I couldn't, be, yeah. I couldn't even be around people. I mean, we had to bring her food. I mean, like we were helping her just live her life while she was going through this. I mean, she needed, needed help. So yeah, there's a lot of people that don't have those resources or family around to help mm-hmm. them. And so, Carrie, did you know the sisters when you were going through it or they, when they were going through it? You all just talked together and told each other your stories. And then you were just like sales team leader and you were like, let's get this fashion, girls. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> so, no, actually what happened was my husband was friends with Katie and he would be telling me the story of his friend, Katie, and he was so upset when he found out she had to have a stem cell transplant. And, you know, so I knew about Katie before I was ever introduced to her. And I wouldn't say that cancer bonded us, but it, it did. Like yeah, when, when, you, you meet when you meet somebody and our stories are very, very different. Mm-hmm. I wish I would have known them when I was going through my journey because, you know, I get emotional about this because I watch them and their dynamic. And don't get me wrong. I have a freaking amazing sister. She's bad to the yeah. bone. She's yeah. incredible. I have a great family. Hey, sis. Hey, sis. <laughs> hey, I love you. <laughs> but I didn't have, because I made some choices, I didn't have the love and support that I could have had. And Cancer Cartel has been so healing for me because I kept so much of that bottled up inside. I didn't let people help me. And I share that with as many people as possible because it's a big regret Mm -hmm. that I had help available to me that I didn't take. And I would have had a better time and I wouldn't have had some struggles that I had in the future 
if I would have taken advantage of the people who were around me and loved me. So that's what I would encourage your audience is take advantage of the people who want to help you because they really want to help yes. you. Yeah. Do you think that, so, I mean, cause I struggle with help I'm asking working. for help. So is it like this, an independent thing for you? <laughs> yes. I get teased because I'm a rose colored glasses kind of girl. Like I'm yeah. always, Oh, everything's great. Everything's fine. Like I want people to think that it is when she's going to throw up when I'm actually, <laughs> she's not going to die. She's like, no, it's good. Oh, yeah. Um, but I am that girl and I have worked really hard and I still work at something I'll struggle with the rest of my life, but I'm, I'm learning how to be able to say, you know what, Katie and Shelly, like they are such a rock to me. Cause I can say I'm having an effing bad day Yeah, and, and I'm getting better. But something like for, you know, people who are listening and you and I, it's really, really hard because my whole life I was rewarded for putting on a brave face and keeping a smile on my face. And we are mm. at a rewarding for that. Mm-hmm. And that is a detriment yes. to growing and our mental health because I pay thousands of dollars to my mental health <laughs> professional. <laughs> and I'm not, a, I'm not ashamed of that. Like I'm very proud of it because I want to be the best version I can be for them, for my son, for my husband and for yeah. cancer cartel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. 100%. I really hope that everybody really listened to that because I pay a lot of money to my therapist too. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> But I love it. And you know what? It makes me unravel so much and and then go, wow, look at the kind of life that I can live now because I'm aware, right? And and I know that I'm like like steps ahead of so many people because I'm like, wow, I could have been 60 figuring this shit out. I could have been 70. You know what I'm saying? And now it's too late. Like I ain't ain't sexy at all. You know what I mean? I'm going to try. But you know, you... You, you want to be able to have this knowledge while you still have a lot of life left to try to practice it and make it the best yeah. it can be. Yes. Yeah, no, yes. exactly. I mean, it took me 45 years to, mm-hmm. to, to be on this path. And now I'm like, look at the lookout world. Oh, the real here I am. That's right, <laughs> bitches. <laughs> well, listen, how are you supporting each other with your diet and your exercise now? What kind of exercises are you doing and how are you eating and all these kinds of, because that all matters with the health of your future, right? Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, Katie and I are very blessed because we have a trainer and we go, we try to go three days a week. We seem to always, we miss, seem one to always miss one day. But, you know, we, we are, we're really motivated because we want, I want to live to be 105. So we got to keep ourselves fit and healthy to to, to be running cancer cartel. What are you doing in these workouts? Is it HIIT workouts? What kind of workouts is it? HIIT workout. It's interval training. It's, you know, weights and a little cardio and Katie's great at yoga. I love yoga. It's my dream. I love all of that. I get it. I love mixing all of that up. I feel like it's so great to hear other women talking about, doing weights. I feel like a lot of women are scared of weights and they're like, it bulks me up and all this. It actually just helps form your muscles so that your body knows what shape to be in. So, I mean, I I do, I love hearing that. And then the yoga, what do you feel like you get from the yoga more than physical? I don't know. I just love it. I love everything. I don't know. It makes me feel so good. Mm -hmm. I just love it. Mental for sure. I just love it. Right. I started started doing that a lot during when the COVID COVID first hit. Carrie would come over. We set up this little outdoor. We had a yoga studio. We set up a yoga studio. And then I never stopped. Yeah. I love it. I love sitting in my infrared sauna. That like is 
amazing. An and infrared I- sauna. Yes. Yeah. So, so what does, what are the benefits of that? Oh, there's so many. Oh, there's so many. But it's, it's like, <laughs> it, oh, hey. <laughs> I mean, you're sweating. It's, it's like a workout when you get out because it, you're, it's, but it burns you from like inside, inside out. out. Yeah. And it you got it. Google yeah. it. You need one. Okay. infrared, infrared, you need one. We all need to hear, we need to know about infrared saunas. So, you know, like maybe that's our challenge for the week, guys, is that we need to Google infrared saunas. It helps with digestion and everything. And then I I love taking walks in the evening. That's like, and she has a Pilates machine. I have a Pilates machine, but yeah, I love like clearing my head and just taking a walk in the evening before going to bed. It's like amazing. The Pilates reformer machine, right? amazing I love Pilates too and I've been quite spoiled because I used to have like a trainer with a reformer machine and then people would be like do you do Pilates and I'd be like yeah they're like come to the class and I go to the class and they'd be like (laughs) no you gotta move the machine yourself I'm like I don't know no I do that (laughs) can somebody do it for me I was very spoiled and I would do without Vanessa (laughs) we would never do any I would have never went So we love our trainers, guys out there. We love them. I've been with Work Fitness out here in, in Sherman Oaks. They've helped me through this pandemic too, even like it's a it's a personal training studio. And so he would like sneak and I shouldn't say that. Well, it was really clean and he, he did follow all the rules, you know, but it was just him and I training. And so I was like, that's what kept my mind healthy and going through it all, you know? As far as food, we just eat a As lot. far as food, we're not as good as we should be. I'm a little bit better. Jelly's better. I really like tater tots. <laughs> Listen, tater tots is still potatoes. So I, gotta live. I do like potatoes though. I'm a big potato person. What are you? I'm all, what are you? I don't eat at McDonald's or no. anything gross like that. No okay. I mean, McDonald's fries are hard to beat. I know. Beat. I just I know. Had McDonald's fries. Like, we have taco time. I mean, it's not, I mean, you can try and tell yourself as much as you want while you're popping them in your mouth, but it just doesn't stop. Like, God bless you. Yeah, you're right. They're so good. They're so good. So where do you guys see the cancer cartel going in the future? Like, what is your big dream of the cancer cartel? Global. Global. You know, our big goal, we're putting it out there in the world because we know it's going to happen. We are going to give away directly into the hands of people struggling with cancer. $11 million a year. That's the number. You know, we're close to that. Oh, God, not even in the ballpark. Have you checked lately? Yeah. Have you looked at our bank account, Shelly? I I think we're close. You're just assuming. So what we know is that being on podcasts and meeting freaking unbelievable women like you is how this is going to be possible. So being able to share our message and, you know, if, if your audience knows of someone who needs our help or of someone who can help us get to that goal... We're, I mean, email us, call us, find us because we know we can make this happen because of other people. Like we rise by lifting others. Let's do this. Let's do this, guys. Let's help the cancer cartel with their number, $11 million a year. And I believe in you. You said it and it will happen. It's as easy as that. Boom. We're going to do a lightning round before we're done. Okay. I don't know how we're going to do this because usually just me and one other person. So I guess look at each other or tap each other's thigh or something or whoever's going to answer. So there's five. (laughs) Or we can just wrap it in one, two, three. Okay. So listen, let's go. Chanel or Alexander McQueen? Chanel. Alexander McQueen. Oh, chocolate or bread? Chocolate. Bread. Bread. (laughs) That went completely the opposite way that I thought it was going to (laughs) go. Who do you admire the most? Oprah. Glennon Doyle. Ooh. Mm. I don't 
I mean, Oprah probably, mm-hmm. but God, there's so many. I don't there's know. There's so I, many. I, I, yeah, I, I love Brene Brown. Oh, Brene! Oh, Brene! I take Brene Brown! I, I do. Yes. Brene Brown has changed my life. Yes. No lie. Yes. yes. She's incredible. Changed my life. Brene Brown. I want Brene Brown on Tea with Gwen. So if you ever meet her, let her know. <laughs> uh, this is a live in-person talk show, which I believe it will be. You for sure will. Okay. Come Look on. at you, your voice. Like yes. you are freaking incredible. You guys, thank you so much. From your lips to God's ears. You look naked right now on our side. It's so <laughs> I kind of do, don't I? But I'm not. I promise. <laughs> It does look <laughs> you put your arms up like this and you still look like you're totally naked a second ago. It's because your hair yeah. your hair falls in the perfect spot. Guys, I'm not naked, okay? <laughs> but whatever helps the interview. If it helps it go better that you feel like I am, then hey. I'm. <laughs> we got two more to go. Let's go. Now I'm more like wedding and red. <laughs> Best place to visit on earth. I'm an Arizona girl. That's where I want to be I, every I'm, day. I'm a beach girl. Anywhere I'm, in the Puget Sound on a boat. Like I just love, love Aww, yeah. yeah. All right. Last one. Fit. Now you each have to say this favorite emoji. The muscle girl, like the arm, the arm. I'm kind of the kissy face. The one that has the little heart kissy face on it. That is, really, that is very, I, I always just do the one with the hearts around the face. Oh yeah, because it just means love, right? Oh yeah. Well, listen, I have a challenge for our listeners that I it comes from you. So I'm gonna ask you guys the question and then you give the answer, and that's what the listeners can do. So when you're at a low point, maybe your lowest point, what's the one thought that keeps you going that you want to share with our listeners for them to use? I would say mine is we rise by lifting others. When you help someone else you always feel better. That's really good. It is. Uh, I would just say you got this. Like, just always know that there, that you're going to get through it and you're going to be stronger on the other side of it. For me, I always just remember like how many incredible people I have around me that are supporting me and how lucky I am compared to so many, so many other people have a way worse typically when you're having a bad day. Right. I love it. And my quote that I picked out for you guys is, is by Maya Angelou. I've learned that people will forget what you said. People will forget what you did, but people will never forget how you made them feel. Oh, it's beautiful. It's one of the best ever. One of the best. So that is what resonated with me after I met you guys for the first time. Oh, Glenn. I'm going to cry. so sweet. You could cry. No, I'm (laughs) done. I'm here for you. I, I'm here you, on my pretend naked shoulder. <laughs> oh, you look so naked. Oh. It's so funny. Gwen, we just want to really offer naked you naked tea with Gwen gratitude. Naked yes. gratitude. Thanks for the naked tea. Gwen. Just, so I mean, fun. you are a rock star, a wonder woman, yeah. a, and a champion of women and people. And oh. we Love are that. so grateful to know you. Can't wait to meet you in the Person. real life. On your and show. And on your show. On your show, yes. Can we please be one of your first guests? Absolutely. I am so humbled by all of your words. Thank you very, very much. Coming from women that have shown what being a warrior is truly, truly about to only be giving back so graciously to the world and, and helping others in need like this. You have taught me so much and I feel emotional now. Oh, wow. uh, so 
Thank you very much for coming on Tea with Gwen. And I'm so glad. And listeners, please go to cancercartel.com just to buy or donate. You can pledge, sign up just to get more information and whatever you need. These ladies are here for you. And so am I. Come back to Tea with Gwen, you guys. And, And thank you so much. And I'll see you all again soon. Thank you for joining us today on Tea with Gwen. I'm your host, Gwen Osborne. Remember, you can always learn more about this podcast and what we talk about by visiting the description notes of whatever you're listening to today. Subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or Audible. And if you've enjoyed today's show, please leave us a review. It helps more people like you find our podcast. We'll chat next time. Bye.